TPN, hello again. It is I, Adam Yuan, co-host of the Pilot Network podcast, and today we're talking with a good friend of TPN who uh, attended TPNX, Brett Schnacki. He uh, is kind enough to come on the podcast and give us an update on something that's near and dear to so many pilots' hearts, and that's the real estate market. Brett, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing fantastic, all things considered. Uh, I think one of the big questions that's been on the minds of a lot of pilots, especially just reading in TPN, uh, both for military and non-military alike, anybody who is uh, owns a house, looking at buying a house or getting involved in real estate in any way, is looking at the market going, what is going on? And we uh, we are... <laughs> Desperately curious. That's why Brett is joining us today. Brett, uh, if you want, just uh, give us your rundown of what's happening right now. Uh, well, the market is very busy. Um, thanks to COVID, it's it's pushed rates down. And so that has piqued a lot of interest. So a lot of people are refinancing and it's a, it's been a busy purchase season too. A lot of people are buying houses. It has also messed up the market a little bit in terms of Guidelines have gotten a little stronger again, a little bit harder, and some loan programs are, are not as easy to obtain as they once were. So it's 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 been a blessing and a curse. So it's it's kept everyone busy. It's got a lot of low rates, but it has made a few things a little harder. So just going jumping right into the rate discussion, what is uh, what is today's rates uh, for? For pretty much for a VA loan or a conventional loan, if you've got a good credit rating, you're pretty much going to land in the, the mid to high twos on 30-year fixed rates. And 15-year fixed rates are similar to that too, maybe just a little bit better. Okay. And for those of you just point of reference, this is the end of September, early October when we're recording this podcast. Otherwise, There'll be no bearing uh, for people as far as time goes. If they listen to this months down the road, it's going to be a, a totally different environment, quite possibly. Yeah, quite so, possibly. Yeah, yes. so don't, yeah, don't, don't go, well, they're lying. Rates are 6%. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, we'll, we'll see lots of stuff coming up that could change that. Uh, but as you see, so uh, for you, what's going on with, with you guys and how your staff and team is, uh, is dealing with all this right now? We're very busy, um, and 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 to to maintain our our level of service that we've always wanted to do, we've actually had to put a little bit of a, a governor on our originating um, the the purchase loans that we do. We want to we want to make sure that we consistently meet those deadlines. So when you if you come to us and need to purchase a house and you you want to do it in thirty days, still we're we're still able to do that. So what that's caused us to do is maintain very competitive rates for our purchase transactions. But on the streamlines that you and I spoke of, we still have competitive rates on the streamlines. But I am hearing out there that if, you know, we, we hate to admit this, but right, right now we are hearing that sometimes you, you could, if you shop around, find a little bit better rate than what we're offering. And again, the reason we're, we're we've, done that is so we can maintain our 
level of service and, and maintain our deadlines and commitments that we make to folks when they're ready to buy a new home. And I think we were talking before about how most pilots will appreciate upfront honesty and they'll take that over uh, somebody trying to buffalo them or, or feed them a line of smoke, you know? So yeah. I, I think, I, I know I appreciate that. And uh, I think you're probably not the only originator in that same position. Um, I, I know that I've, as a newbie real estate investor, I've worked with a few other uh, people just all over the board on, on real estate investing. And one of the things that I noticed was uh, it was very, once I got my first deal done this summer and I was starting to try to move on a second deal, it was hard even just to get uh, some originators on the phone for anything longer than a 15 minute call. And not because yes. that we're not even, I, I'm, I'm, I would consider myself more of a, at least an acquaintance with one of the uh, gentlemen I was talking with, but they, it was just, just they're that busy. And uh, I've, I've had some interest myself of, and uh, this is uh, for another podcast that we're hopefully going to unfurl at some point, but doing something like becoming, uh, going to get uh, the testing done, becoming a mortgage loan originator uh, as a kind of a side hustle deal, or, and then maybe end up being my career change at some point. But, even then just trying to trying to become a mentee of somebody who could teach me the ropes and be an employee uh if nothing more than you know part-time with working a little bit more hours than that it's hard to even get that because people are so busy in your industry uh do you see any time in the near future of this slowing down or is the as the rate structure uh set up where it's this is just going to keep going for a while, and are we putting ourselves maybe in a bubble situation? I mean, I I know I don't want you to comment outside of your comfort zone, but um, you're the uh, you're you're more knowledgeable and more of an expert than I am, so I, w- I would love to hear your opinion on all this. You know, as as far as the rates go, it is so hard to say. The way our bank is operating is we anticipate this busyness to continue because we've we've staffed up our our back office our operations people significantly over the past couple months and we've still got our foot on the gas with regards to that so we anticipate them to stay stay low and stay strong for a while the election is always uh, a big indicator or a big thing that can move the needle last year right after the election basically just the very next day november 4th rates pushed up significantly, um, but then they slowly made their way back down to where they just kept coming down and kept coming down to where they are now. So they're just in 24 or five years of doing this, they're the lowest I've ever seen. And I, I don't know when they're going to end, to be honest with you. There, there doesn't seem to be anything on the, on the, in the near future that would indicate they're all of a sudden going to pop up, but it, it's a very tricky thing. These financial markets are so I'm not sure where where to point you on that. Yeah, no, that I, I, you're not the only one, right? I mean, nobody crystal balls are not very clear. They don't really give us that good of information. I think is is shifting gears just a little bit from the personal uh, home purchase and property side of the house to uh, some of us who are getting into the real estate investing game because of. Our industry being as tumultuous as it is with some people getting furloughed, other people not sure if they want to enter this uh, career field any longer for the long term in the airline industry. There are people that are turning to real estate as not only an investment 
strategy, but also as a possibility of being their new full-time income with rental properties, working on the management side. Doing all, there's all sorts of other stuff. And for those of you out there, this is a, a free plug. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bigger Pockets. I listen to them all the time. Their podcasts, I go to their website regularly to get my real estate investment fix on. And for those of you that are interested in that side of the house, uh, hit them up. They're amazing. I'm also uh, hoping to have a real estate uh, investor or two who are further along in their advanced career who are pilots as well on our podcast uh, as we go off into more of the pilot side hustle stuff. That's again for a different piece. But uh, to Brett, my big question is, is as a real estate investor uh, and a new one, especially what can I expect as far as financing goes and uh, how much more am I going to pay on uh, uh, as far as uh, percentage wise on that note than I would on, let's say if I'm buying a house, uh, first time home buyer, or I'm doing a refi or something like that. Oh, generally you would pay about three quarters of a percent more than if it was your, your primary residence. Uh, the big thing with the investment property loans is they have been walloped by this uh, COVID uncertainty also, as long as you can put 25% down when you're buying an investment property, then you'll, you'll still get a, a, a fair rate quote. And so that's kind of the magic number is 25% down. Uh, if you could put 40% down, then you'll get a, a much lower rate quote. It used to be you only needed to put 20% down, but most of the investors we're seeing these days just will not let us price anything for 20% down. So it needs to be 25% down is, is kind of what we're seeing. Wow. And we're hoping that's one of those just temporary uh, COVID issues that will go away once, once we, once everyone, you know, thinks, thinks everything's back to normal. Yeah. And, and whatever that, whatever that normal is going to be. Right. I don't even like to use the term new normal. I think I'm so sick of it. So I'll just say, whatever, <laughs> I agree. What, I agree. What, whatever the future holds, it holds. Um, I, I, well, that, that's, that's interesting uh, perspective on, um, on what investors are going through. And I, and I can, I can attest to that. Uh, 25% was the, was the magic number for me and told that 20% is not even going to, you, you're, you're, they're, Immediately, that's a uh, uh, a denial that will they will not give that to me and 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 being my first property and not having any ability to get a portfolio lending uh, or or any sort of credit that way is a little bit different. So, kind of getting into a different realm there for some of you who may, maybe not that far into this world. I highly suggest you go take a peek because it's moderately interesting first of all and then second of all it's a really good thing uh for a pilot to look at and decide if that's something they want to do long term because there is a whole big bad world out there real estate and there's so many different ways to turn that into a, a great side job that goes part and parcel with a job that you don't necessarily have to be at all the time in an office i agree so I, yes yeah I, I highly highly uh uh, suggest guys to go take a look at that. And on, on that piece of it, I wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, becoming an MLO mortgage loan originator. I, I know the basics uh, of taking the tests and all that to get uh, certified, but if somebody wanted to go down that route of starting to look at that as a possible career option, uh, what would your first suggestion be? You know, I work for a bank and we just have one certification that we, when you work for a, a, a chartered bank, it's different than when you work for a, a mortgage broker. 
So uh, lots of lenders and brokers that aren't actual banks, you have to get licensed in each state. And several of them, I think, have reciprocal agreements. So it's a, it's, it's a long process. If you work for an actual bank like I do, it's much easier. You just need the one certification and the bank pretty much, you know, walks you through it. They set it up to where they, you get the links sent to you and you just click on them and, and complete them. So I, if I were just trying to, to learn this again for the first time, I think I would like to hook up with someone that can help assist me with those, with those certifications because it's much easier when the company helps walk you through them. And from what I understand, there's you know, a cost involved with each state. So, so yeah, to, to tell you on a state-by-state state basis, unfortunately, I'm not very versed in that because as a, as a loan officer for a bank, I don't have to go through that process. Well, that's, I mean, that, I think that's uh, uh, exactly what TPN is all about is reach out and network and find the person uh, that you can give uh, your assistance and help to, and you'll be surprised at what they can give back to you. So if you, if this is uh, something that you want to go get deeper into, whether it's real estate in general, uh, you want to get into the mortgage business, go out, reach out. There's plenty of avenues to do that. There's a couple of MLOs uh, that have posted in, and that's mortgage loan originator uh, or officer for those who are in, uh, in, in not privy to the parlance on the pilot network uh, who have commented uh, who are pilots and they used to do that for a living or they did it as a, uh, as, as a side job for a while. Um, so go reach out, hit, just type in the search function uh, in the, in the group or ask on the community group. There's plenty of different avenues to do to see who's out there who can who can help you. And they can give you that great pilot perspective, which a lot of other people can't necessarily do. And that is something unique to us and it helps all of us out. I think um, the last real question I had uh, in regards to uh, mortgages and financing and stuff like that would be if, well, I guess this is a two-parter. If, uh, if I'm in a position right now where I, I'm refinancing, how, and if I were to take some sort of cash out refinance, uh, let's say, and, and I, I don't have any real numbers to work with here. So uh, if I want to do a cash out refinance um, as a personal home, how do I go about it? And then if I'm an investor and I want to do a, pers- a cash out refinance, Am I subject to paying any tax on that like I would be if I sold the house and have to pay capital gains? So there's, so I guess it's a two-part question right there. I was curious on those two things. So a, a cash-out loan on your, on your primary residence uh, with a VA loan, they allow you to borrow up to 90% of, of the home's value. Now, there are a couple of lenders out there that still allow you to borrow 100% of your home's value, but the great majority of them do not because of the way Jenny May operates. Jenny May is the, is the, is the government, the, the part of the government that oversees FHA and VA loans. So most lenders on your VA loan are allowing you to borrow 90%, but the funding fee has to be factored into that 90% too. Yeah. So if you're, if you've got the disability rating, you don't have to pay the funding fee, then that's easy. If, if you don't have the disability rating and you're paying the, you know, the subsequent use funding fee, which is 3.6%, that has to be factored into the overall 90%. So, you know, that may basically means you're borrowing what, uh, 86.4% and then you add the funding fee on there to get to about 90 in, in rough terms. 
But if you got a conventional loan, it used to be you could get cash out up to 80%. And, and that's kind of like the investor loans. It's been, it's been worked down because of the COVID uncertainty. So now that's 75%. So if it's your primary residence, a conventional loan, you can borrow up to 75% of the value. And then as an investor, if you're talking about on an investment property, those, if you want cash out with those, those are so hard to price these days. They, they want a lot of points. It's best if you can keep it at 60% or below. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's uh, uh, far worse than I would have expected, but uh, also, uh, yeah. yeah not, Let's hope it's only temporary, yeah, right? Not, not, I guess not surprising right now. Um, uh, a bummer, but yet not surprising. Uh, well, I, you know, uh, Brett, like I said, we, we, Brett and I talked beforehand and we were going to keep this uh, pretty quick, short, just kind of update what's going on, uh, in the mortgage universe and how that's affecting, uh, all sorts of stuff, real estate wise. And I think what we'll do is, uh, we'll, we'll try to, uh, chat again in, uh, I don't know, a couple of months, maybe right after the election or, or, or probably better yet, once it settles down after the new year. And we can talk a little bit more about what's happened is if, if, if Brett's uh, amenable to that, I think that's what we're going to, we're going to try to shoot for. Yes, absolutely. I love visiting with you guys so we can do this anytime you, you like. And I love hearing from all the pilots in your network. So please call me anytime for any general information and I'll help you out. Okay, cool. If they want to get a hold of you, what's the easiest, fastest way to do it right now? So maybe, uh, maybe a phone call might be a challenge because you're, you guys are as busy as you are, but uh, a chance for, them to shoot you an email or uh, hit you up digitally so you can give them a call back and, and they can chat. Absolutely. No, I, I, I've still got plenty of times for phone calls. Okay. So that's 913-383-6408. And then my email is great. B-R-E-T-T dot S-C-H-N-A-K-E at N-B-K-C dot com. Awesome. And if you uh, don't remember that or didn't write it down, not a problem. We'll have that in the show notes. And uh, you can contact Brett, chat, ask questions, get a, get your mortgage knowledge on. Uh, and then for, the, right. for those of you who want to give Matt or I a shout where you have some suggestions, you want to hear something on the podcast upcoming, uh, let us know at uh, heyguys at thepilotnetwork.com. That's right, we're .com now. Or uh, give me, you can even shoot me uh, uh, or Matt a personal message uh, through Facebook and we'll try to get back to you. You can also reach us via the Facebook page, uh, the Pilot Network Facebook page. Hit us up in the community group, community.thepilotnetwork.org. We're, we're going to make that a .com soon too, so stay tuned for that. We want to thank uh, Brett for joining us. We want to thank all you for listening and we look forward uh, to talk with Brett again and more Pilot Network podcasting. And of course, as always, keep the shiny side up and the greasy side down. Fly safe, everybody. Take care. Yes, yes, yes.